Guys, another Sunday, another these, these suckers disappointing go. performance from the Cleveland Browns. McNuggets here with Adam the Bull, G. Bush, and Jeff Lloyd from Lockdown Browns and Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. We'll get right into it, guys, because there's not a there's not going to be drama in this week. Nope. There's not a whole lot of positives to discuss, a lot of negatives, though, to get down into the nitty-gritty with. G. Bush, I want to let you start because you were hot on Twitter. After the last bad loss, you were ready to fire everybody. We thought Joe Woods may have saved his job against Cincinnati, but you're, you're done now. You're back. Get him, back get him up. Get, get him up out of here. Get him up out of here. Zip him up. Zip him up. That, I'm sorry. Ain't nothing to talk about here. Ain't nothing to talk about. And here's why it ain't nothing to talk about. Well, I come on here week after week, and I see these young whiz kids. I see these young dudes that's Doogie Hauser MD. I see, I see all these young dudes, and they and people gonna tell me, well, you can't keep blowing it up. Well, I'm gonna tell you what, I'm tired of seeing Bengals go to the Super Bowl. I'm tired of seeing the Chargers coach come up in here and, 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 and just out coach you. I'm uh, now all of a sudden the Dolphins coach. I got to sit up here on a Sunday, and they talking about this dude. He got the timetables. This dude might as well be Isaac Newton. He might he can control gravity. He telling me he Einstein the theory of relativity. He knows everything about physics. The Dolphins timing. Look at these precision passes. Man, this game plan was so trash. They came out out here. This is one of the worst game plans I've ever seen. They look like St. Ignatius playing Miami Dolphins. This is this is Olin Tangy and, and down in Columbus. This is trash, bro. I'm asking people out there all, all around the all around the world. If you like Joe Woods, just say you like him. <clears throat> maybe, maybe you think you might get to go to the cookout. Maybe you might see it's a lot of cats out here, McNuggets. Maybe they think they might get invited one day. The Browns gonna bring them on as a consultant. I'm from the hood. I ain't never trying to go be no consultant. I'm gonna wear my barbershop hats. I'm gonna put this little camera on and I'm gonna keep it a hundred with you. The Browns are terrible. They are no better than they were X amount of years ago. You tell me what you see about the Cleveland Browns that's different from any regime. It isn't been, it's the same. It's just different people. Tell me why it's different. It's facts. It's nothing, it's nothing to see here, bro. Oh, but I, I, who do you wait? You want Joe Woods and Stefanski fired? Bye. Let me make this clear. It, yeah, bye. I, it, it, it matters none you to want me. Stef- about- but you, wait a second. I just want to clarify. You want Stefanski fired too? St- to me, for me, Stefanski yeah. can be up out of here too. Okay. So I love you, G, and I, I you're emotional, and I love it. And I can be emotional at times. I'm not that. Listen, the game was awful. The Browns were awful across the board. No, I can't say anything good about anybody. The defense was hideous. Uh, the offensive line, which has been the, the thing we can most rely on, was absolutely atrocious in this game. The game plan, I thought offensively, was a good game plan to throw the ball. They threw it early. That first drive was great. Nick Chubb has a fumble. I'm not going to kill Nick Chubb because he's done a million great things, but that was a, that was a big fumble because it took the momentum away for the offense. The offense was moving the ball nicely until that point, and obviously then the offense died on the vine after that. Uh, in the end, I, I thought Joe Wood should have been fired for a while. 
Uh, I got no problem if you want to fire him. It, listen, it's embarrassing to put up this kind of performance after the bye, especially. I do think we got to give some credit to our opponent. It's like every time we the lose. The Dolphins are good. Dolphins the Dolphins are, are a good football team. Let's face it. Here's, here's why I'm not giving them no credit for that. Yeah. You know why? Because the, the, the San Diego Chargers came in and did the exact same thing. They averaged 60 yards on the ground. Yeah. They came in and was like, you suck. Get 180. Yeah, this but is this, it wasn't just playbook. a running game. Gee, it wasn't just a running game. They threw the ball well, too. I mean, they were they were throwing the ball all over the place. If they, you can't, bull, if you yeah. can't stop the run, you're dead. That's, uh, agreed. How, you, that's, that's how you pass. Agreed. So but, my thing, my thing is this. My thing is this, and, and I'm a, I'm a let you, I'm just trying to re- reiterate this. Yeah. If the team comes in and you know they pass the ball, and for two weeks you had an opportunity to have this game plan together, instead of you figuring out what you need to do to stop the run, this is a pattern of behavior. This is not the first time we've seen teams line up and run it eleven times. We've seen teams say, "Oh, Austin Eckler's catching the ball." No, let's just hand it to him for 180. They did the exact same thing other teams have been doing. And for you to be a coaching staff to understand that and have a week off, you did nothing. We might as well coach, and we could have got beat 39 to 14. Yeah. It's easy. It's not all. Listen, uh, I got no problem with firing Joe Woods. I mean, last week we were all going crazy about how Stefanski's a genius. So I don't, I don't agree with firing him. But I don't blame you for being mad at Stefanski. Even Stefanski deserves anger his way because his team wasn't ready to play. I mean, that, it's that simple. That's on him. The defense was awful. I agree with you, G. The game plan was hideous. Um, they, you know, did. It felt like the defense didn't come to play at all, and they had no answers for the run. Now, some of it's talent, right? And that goes on Andrew Berry. He every time he's tried to add a defensive tackle, he's failed. Every defensive tackle they've added via the draft or free agency has been a fail. That's on Andrew Berry. Uh, but I don't give Joe Woods a pass. Uh, and, and I got zero. And it might be a good idea to fire him and, and, and because there's got to be some accountability on this team. And there doesn't appear to be. It was an, it was an overall pathetic performance uh, by the Browns today across the board. Hard to defend next. anything. Um, we're going to start. Yeah, I, I think we'll start with defensive line play. You see a move that the Miami Dolphins made a couple of weeks ago, bringing in a player like Bradley Chubb to extend their defensive line. Besides Miles Garrett, J.D. McClown is a free agent. Who? Who are you keeping on this Nothing. defensive line? Nobody. Cleveland Browns. I mean, Alex Wright, Isaiah Thomas, they're guys that maybe you, you really don't ever want to take a lot of snaps anyway. You have to redo that entire defensive line. They're terrible. Um, to your point about Bull, about the offensive line, other than Neeson Posick, everybody had a, t- a penalty. If not one, had more than one. Yeah. Uh, so you know that was just you know terrible with its face. Um, you know the running game. Look, there's going to be weeks where people are going to sell out to take it out, and the Browns had the right thought process in throwing the ball around. Agreed. Um, it just wasn't nearly as successful as it needed to be. The problem you saw today with Jacoby Brissett, and we've talked about this at times. He's an older error quarterback. Yes, if there's wide open room in front of him, he can move. But when two pass rushers are coming at him. He does not have the athletic ability to extend the play beyond that point. Those are things you're certainly hoping you're going to get from Deshaun Watson. Now, here is where the Joe Woods problem is on the defensive side of the ball. We all spent all week. You got to stop Tyree Kill. You got to stop Jalen Watt. You got to stop Tyree Kill. You know what? They didn't kill you. What You would have signed up for the production that Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle gave today. The one touchdown, the two guys, maybe a little bit over 100. If you said that was what they were going to get today, you would have said, cool. All right, we'll take that. We can live with that. 
but you can't have third and fourth wide receivers wide open. And yeah, there was a little push off on Emerson in the end zone, whatever. It's a tough spot to call that. You got to cover Mike Giusecki. He's a guy lately we highlighted. Look, this guy is a difficult player. But run defense comes down to intestinal fortitude. It comes down to heart. It's it, it, You know it's coming. You basically got to stand there back on your heels, deal with 300-pound guys crashing in you. You got to get all the momentum in the world. And just wide open lanes. I mean, Wilson, Mostert. It was the touchdown run for Mostert wasn't even touched. Was not even, not even touched. touched. And that was almost like a 29, 30 yards. Not even touched. Wilson, Wilson seven yards, Wilson. seven yards, seven yards to carry, Jeff, for Wilson. Uh eight point one for yep. Mostert. The first one. Yep. Yep. First one where Wilson got in and he gave Denzel Ward a shot. Denzel made the tackle. You saw everyone on the defensive side of the ball, like hey, I don't know if I want any part of this guy today. Whether you keep Joe Woods or not, look, you can't fix the defensive tackle position now. It's a problem. It's going to be a problem for the rest of the year. And as it gets colder and teams are going to play more smarter and say, look, I don't have to use 40 of my passing plays this week because we're playing the Cleveland Browns. We'll just run the ball a little bit more, get healthy that way, this, that, and the other thing. You want to move on from Joe Woods? Look, you know, we said it a couple of weeks ago, you know, if you want to open the door and say, look, this is over, that's fine. Look, it's not going on after this season anyway. So it's one of those ones where, like, a couple says for the 27th time, all right, we're going to give it one last try. It's just not working. It's not going to be something that's going to go on any further. The Browns have to you know, reevaluate everything starting at the defensive line. You have one guy under contract that you know is going to be a part of this defensive line next year. Every one of the defensive tackles toss them in a river. They're all useless. It, it, it's, I don't even look which guy's on the field anymore at defensive tackle because that's how little you were getting out of them. And then you see the player frustrations. Grant Delpit's out there trying to make every damn tackle. And you see him looking around like, is anybody else out here? Like, is anybody else physically on the field? It's it's a terrible product right now. Coach Stefanski's not going anywhere because he's tied to at least Deshaun Watson for one season. Joe Woods, other guys. And then, but you know, for me, it's the offensive line again. This has been your calling card all season. You're coming off the bye. You're supposed to be rested. You had two weeks. He got the lunch handed to him by this Miami Dolphins defensive line. And, guys, I, I think it's very clear. And, again, Joe Woods, plenty of blame, no doubt. And I, I think we're all on board that even if he doesn't get fired now, he's going to be gone at the end of the season. I don't think there's any doubt Fact. about that. Fact. And I would fire him now. I would fire him now. I got no. I, I think the team needs that kind of jolt. But, but I would say this, guys. Yep. We all, all of us, myself certainly included, overrated the talent, especially in the front seven on this defense, because they just don't have much talent outside of Miles Garrett. And hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me be clear. Let me be very clear. First of all, let me get on 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 stage and say I wanted Joe Woods gone three years ago. Three. I was the dude on top of the table in Kansas City. Like, what the heck is this? Chad Henney for 14? That was this guy. Let's rewind it. I said, listen, you got Anderson Tadeo out here, and he was getting torched. Guess what? I told you that it was half of the dude was the scheme. And when we came here, when we started the preseason, I said, are you going to get any D tackles? I started early in the spring. I said, are you going to get any linebackers? Because your linebackers are not that good. Are you getting D tackles? No, no. No one got anything. And Andrew Barry, let's keep it real. Your best players came from Dorsey. Let's be a buck. Who are your playmakers? You think that you about to get a pass. See, this is a problem. You get a bunch of dudes that get in here, and they got a five-year program in their mind. Oh, I got time. He basically putting on you. He wasted a year of your damn life. 
Why everybody else gets better. You tell me the Dolphins didn't go out and get better and go get Chubb. Why everybody in the division got better. You stood pat with these down the liners, Yogi the Bear and Boo Boo inside. And you let every <laughs> every freaking guy in the world get there picking the baskets off on you. And they sit there and say, well, at least we got Deshaun Watson coming. You punted on the season. Y'all thought y'all was slick. The guy who can you can't even get your get the playmakers the ball. Well, how are they getting how are how's Tyreek Hill have eleven hundred? Cause he throws them the damn ball. That's how he got eleven hundred. And we sit here watch him run tight end reverses. And got listen, y'all can keep the fans give you I want. I'm just gonna give you a foreshadowing. Let me mm. just be honest with you. Because when Deshaun Watson gets back, you tell me why any of it I should be feeling like, oh, this is great. I got Deshaun Watson with the play action king. I want Deshaun Watson with the with the Miami Dolphins playbook. I want that playbook. I want the Chargers playbook. G. Bush, yeah, to, to a certain extent, you are absolutely right. But at the same time, part of the reason Watson decided to come to Cleveland was he trusted and believed in what Stefanski but, ran offensively. And, and there, again, again, G, the reality is that the Browns offense is overachieved this year. That's just the fact. The Browns sure. offense is overachieved. And you got it. And Stefanski gets credit for that. He gets blamed for today's loss. He's the head coach. Y'all got but him last on. week. We, last week we were talking about how great a job he did. The that's week one week. That, we got to fire him the week after. That, that, that's one week. Lose. I'm talking about consistency. He been losing. <laughs> he, he didn't wake up this year and start taking L's with a backup quarterback. Hey, listen. Here's the thing about it. I didn't see. I didn't see the Jets be consistent with a backup. I didn't see the Falcons be consistent with a down aliner. I see all these teams year in, year out. Year in, year after, we do the same old thing. Everybody else can't do it, but we can't. Everybody else. Look, they come in here. They had a rookie quarterback and put 40 on us. What's like, like, at what point in time are we going to hold people to the standards of the rest of the NFL? The rest of the NFL, every single year, has somebody get better. They just went in the, in the Buffalo Ooh, and got a dub. But gee, what are you talking? What do you mean? Are you saying the Browns are the only team in football that's not better than last year? I don't know what you're talking about. The Browns have been. Here's what I'm telling you. Yeah. If you're gonna tell me, if you're gonna sit here and tell me, oh well, he can't do better. He has a backup quarterback. Well, the backup quarterbacks for the other team come in here and beat our ass. Yeah, but what? I'm not saying. But I'm not Joe saying Biden that, gee. I'm saying the offense has been good no. for the most part. No, it's no. not gonna be good every week. The Jets' well, offense uh, hasn't been good every week. Because let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. You're a producer, yes. right? Yes. You pro- you produce on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. That means you're 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 for your graphics, right? You're over that. You're over booking guests, right? And you're Correct. over telling us what the rundown is. If Correct. you got good graphics and you get good guests, but you can't tell us to shut our mouths and get to break, guess what? Who's that fall on? Me. Guess what? Steve, the his boss is not going to say, "Well, McNuggets, your graphics look great." It don't matter. The graphics is dope, good, awesome. But your job is all of it, and all of it is he got three wins, and all of it last year. Guess what? He was presiding over a team that we gave Baker Mayfield hell for. Deservedly not, so, and deservedly so. So I'm asking everybody to keep the same damn energy when you see it again, and and he's the common denominator. That's it. So I didn't think I was going to come on here and even remotely defend the Browns here, G, but I mean, we, before the season, we all picked their record. We all thought they'd be seven and 10, eight and nine. Like I, 
I'm, I'm, I'm just confused where your expectations were now after, was it last week that you thought they turned the corner and this team was on the trajectory to be able to beat Miami, Buffalo, Tampa Bay? I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to figure out exactly where you're coming from before my, I say My it. expectation level is that every year, I don't, the expectation levels for the Jets were what? And, they're, where, and where they at? What's the that? expectation level for the Falcons were where? Where they're at. They're four and six, G. The Falcons are four and six. And they beat you. So you're worth Okay, but you're saying like they're doing well. They're not doing well. They're four and six in the worst division of football. Hold on, but but they're doing better than you. How am I going to be? They're better. Come on, they're not doing better. They they beat you. I don't understand in what world. So then the the Bengals suck because the Browns beat them? No, no, no. The Bengals went to the Super Bowl. I know that, but you just said the Falcons are doing well because they beat the Browns. They're not. Hold on. So so the Bengals, what, what what I'm saying to you is this. Yeah. At some point in time, people that that pay their money, people pay their money, their hard-earned money to come watch this year in, year out. And it is now November, and the Brown season is over again. Now, they're going to try to tell us, oh, well, we all what we thought. Listen, we're not trying to hear that no more. And I'm one of the most diehard fans of all time. But we not trying to hear it no more, bro. Right. People but what we've but gee, what we've done every time what the Browns have done for twenty years as a team sucked is is never given a head coach a chance. I, in most of those cases, I've agreed with that. So if they fired Stefanski now, which okay, maybe maybe they should. Let's say they fire him this year. Okay, I don't agree with that, but let's say they do. Well, then they're just doing what they've always done is continue to fire guys quickly. And so how's that doing things differently? You're saying we got to do it differently. Here's my rebuttal. Tell me one of those coaches that went on after that and did anything. Give me I wasn't defending those firings. Most of them were good firings. They should have been fired. Okay. But, like, you're bringing up examples like the Falcons were bad or the Dolphins. Like, he's there his first year. Kevin Stefanski's first year was great, too. Like, we don't know what the Dolphins are going to end up doing. The Dolphins embarrassed you. Here's also the other thing, though. The Browns' defense can be evaluated right now. You can absolutely evaluate everything about the Cleveland Browns' defense. And they right suck. Now. And for the record, they suck. As, as far as the Browns' offense, this Browns' offense. And look, we all know they said, "All right, we're going to slick in here. We're going to get them. It's going to be a six-game suspension." When it got to eleven, that's when you knew you didn't have a way to basically manufacture Jacoby Brissett for eleven games. And everybody's kind of onto it now. Think about it. When's the last time you saw something from this offense from this passing game? That you said, oh, that's new. Oh, I didn't see Nothing. That. You know, it's not been the case. But again, but you're not going to base Stefanski on the way the offense is playing with Jacoby Brissett. It'll be based on Deshaun Watson. That's why it, the Joe Woods issues are real. Because the problem, the problem is, is now you had a chase where it played well again here today, and now we're asking the same questions about is everybody on the same page? Is everybody all bought in? And that's when why you, I'm kind of with you, Volt, because if you say you move on from them, that's kind of like you're throwing a mini grenade into the room like, okay, we moved on from him because we can't replace all 18, 19, right. 20 of you, but guess what happens next? We start replacing 18, 19, Thank 20 you. of you. And, and by the way, two years ago, by Jeff, by Jeff, I agree with most of what you said. The only thing I disagree with, I think you can evaluate the offense to some degree. And again, and it's good. It's positive. It has been good. Today was terrible. Today was not good enough. Agreed. Was never going to beat the Dolphins. But overall, for the season, the offense has played well enough to win. The defense has not. That has been the case for most of this year. I mean, 
So so all I'm saying. And by the is, way, G G, if we if we fire Stefanski, what gives anybody any hope at all that if you fire Stefanski, that means you, the G that was a bad hire and the GM was a bad hire. That means for a decade, Jimmy Haslam hired all these people and never got it right once. So if you if we're wrong, if he's wrong about Stefanski, what makes anybody think he'd get it right about the next guy? Well, 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 I got questions about Barry too. All I'm sitting, I, all I'm sitting here, all I'm sitting here telling you is this. If you are the hey, listen, if you are the head coach, that is your position. Do you know? Do you know when I was in locker rooms and I used to see head coaches that kept coming in? They they teach you about accountability. They tell you every single day, be where you need to be, be in your gap. Accountability. So when you got a coach not pulling his weight and 12, 11 guys on that defense don't believe in what he's running and you keep trotting them out here, do you think that's going to have buy-in from your team? No, they look at you as a weak coach who can't make tough decisions because you don't want your boy to go anywhere. That's what we look at. Hey, it, listen, coaching ain't coaching is about hard decisions. It ain't about just winning. Sometimes you got to make a play for the team. They sit people down all the time because they say it's the best for the team, and he's not the best for the team. People know it for two years, and every single time he puts them back on that sideline, he loses credibility. That's on him. Are you talking about Woods now? I'm talking about I'm talking about Joe Woods and his yeah. relationship with Kevin Stefanski. Agree. Kevin should have been in that. I agree. I I I do agree with you on that. I would I would fire Joe. I don't know that it's going to necessarily make a difference, but I I would do it. I do think this there's no excuse for this kind of performance coming off a of bye. I mean, there's no doubt. I think we're all in agreement on that. No excuse for this kind of performance. It was absolutely atrocious. And Joe Woods. Uh, we talked about it this week. Like you have to be creative defensively. And, and and gee, I disagree with you. The Dolphins do deserve some credit. They they they're you know you can't give they're no good. credit at all. Not to, I, I, and I mean bigger picture for the season, they're not good. just for this game. There, Tua is a different player, right? Than we saw the last two years. He's confident. His coach believes in him. That makes a huge difference. He's getting great protection. Their O line stunk last year. He had all kinds of time to throw. Uh, they you know they don't have great running backs, but those guys did a great job and they all their extras, defense. right? They, and all their yeah, all their extras stood up. Uh, you know, receiver and what's his name? The guy who made the great catch in the end zone. I can't think of his name. Sherfield or whatever the hell his name is. I mean, that guy made some great plays. But, yeah, I mean, I I, I don't disagree that it, it's time. Like, I think that would send a pretty strong message. This is unacceptable. We ha we need a new voice in that defensive locker room. And, and especially what really bothered me, especially about the defense, was after the Browns went for it on fourth down at their own 30, you know, the, with seven minutes to go, yep. and, and it was like a, what was it, 16-point game of the time, whatever it was, and they don't get Wilson the first. untouched. Yep. Yeah. Well, that yep. play, the Browns' defense quit. At least that's what yeah. it seemed to me. It oh, felt quit. like they quit. And that's to one of me, ones where you wonder if they even buckled up or even redid the, that's that's right. right. shoulder pads. It's I like, think that right, was the final straw right. to me why, if you can fire try. Joe Woods. All right, so there's, there's been a bunch point. of super Great chats point. that have come in, and unfortunately this chat yeah. moved so fast I can't even go back to find some of them. I know Jay Boyer sent us a super chat. He said, what about Sean Payton? We got to get Woods out of here. A lot of these are about coaching changes. We appreciate all the super chats. I am so The chat's moving so fast. We have over 1,500 people in here right now. They're all commenting, so this is going like, Rapid fire. Uh, G Money Uptown said Watson will choose the next head coach and GM. I apologize if I missed one of these. Um, they're they're coming in too hot. We we've gotten big picture here. We've gotten big picture. Stefanski Woods coaching staff. Let's talk about a little bit of the the macro of today's game itself, though, because we are here to break down this loss to the Dolphins. 
I'll for one start like this, and, and I know I think, Bull, you're the first one that pointed it out. Yeah. I can't believe coming off a bye they got annihilated, dominated in the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball like they did today. And I don't know if that's – G. Bush, you're, you're a residential defensive lineman here, and I did play left tackle for one year and pop one football <laughs> when I was seven, but I'm not <laughs> counting that because we didn't have bye weeks like- in we didn't have bye weeks back in Pop Warner uh, Junior Pee Wee football, but how does an offensive line that's been so dominant all year and a defensive line that hasn't been great, granted, but it's not like the Miami offensive line was phenomenal either. How do coming off a of bye week when they're supposed to be rested and healthy, do we see such a regression? Is that coaching? Is that just not mentally being there? How I, I can't, that's the part of today's game I can't wrap my brain around. Well, if you go back and look at Jedrick Wills, well, first of all, Teller, I knew that was going to be a problem because he had a – when you're talking about your your offensive lineman, you're firing out and pushing, I, I knew that was going to be a problem with a guy like Christian Wilkins inside anyway, right? So, you know, they got big dudes up front, and I thought that he could, he could have stayed out another week, but I knew he was probably going to get hurt. The issue is Jedrick Wills is slightly above average. That's it. And Jedrick Wills is, I've been saying it for two years, Jedrick Wills more suited as a guard. To me, he doesn't have the bend. To me, he don't have the footwork to be no left tackle. I thought it was a reach there. Jedrick Wills was a right tackle in Alabama. I thought it was a reach. And he gets caught. When he gets beat and he gets he gets caught flat-footed and, and bending at the waist instead of bending with his knees, he gets a lot of holding penalties, right? That just is what it is. And, and when you look at this, you look at it. It, it, it's the scheme. Here's how you could have known where well, you known it was going to be a, a tough day. When they started running the ball and backside, the linebackers were shooting the gap for the Dolphins. I said, oh, we're going to have one of those days. They just got tackled on one of those plays, and he never gets tackled like that. Never Landry, gets hit like well, that. you tweeted about it. I made a note of it. Yeah, that was the one of the best hits of he, Nick Chubb I've ever seen. He does never. He never gets hit like that, and he got absolutely demolished in the hole. Yeah. They, By they the way, guys. By the way, guys, sorry to cut you out real quick. Uh, you guys see what's going on in this Vikings-Bills game by any chance? I just saw that, that somehow Kendrick scored a touchdown. Let's go, Bill. What late. you got? The, the Bills were up 27-17 with a minute to go in the third quarter, and the Vikings are now up 30-27 to with 17 seconds left. Yeah, it's, hey, man, I, that's a good problem to have. I went as Vikings 8-1 or something. Rich people probably. Be. Amazing! Christmas. What a season they're having. So, Minnesota, Jeff, Minnesota uh, Vikings, uh, the best team in the in the well, the, well, the Bills are gonna, uh, Bills are in field goal range to tie it here, though. Possibly. Uh, okay. Jeff, I got a question for you now. So, coming yes, off sir. a bye, the line was not ready to play. G. Bush, I think you're spot on about Wills. A lot of the chat agrees with you too that he's more built for a guard than a tackle position. But Jeff, you mentioned earlier too the game plan coming into this game defensively was stop Tyreek and Jalen Waddle, And for the most part, they they did a really good job doing that. I think Denzel Ward's uh, reemergence certainly helped with that. I don't understand any, any of the rest of the game plan. Well, the rest of the game plan, you put it together and you think you're going to get something that you just don't have. You have, look, the, the Browns defensive tackles, you tell me a place, A number one, where one of these guys would start, let alone make the team. And apparently, no, nowhere. Carry on, win. Did you guys hear Jeff? Jeff? No, well, I couldn't. Jeff, I think you may you may have muted yourself, Jeff. You, you muted yourself, Doc. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, totally muted. Yeah, he has no idea. 
He can't he hear us no either, clue. I'm guessing. I don't either. Maybe Our execution's as bad as the Browns' offense today. Bills-Vikings tied going to OT. <laughs> tied. All right, Bo, let me ask you this while we try to figure out Jeff's situation here. Yeah. I agree with you in part that the offense as a whole has not been terrible this year. I mean, and they've definitely exceeded. That's not even a good way to put it. The offense has, for the most part, has been good. good. They were not good today. Why the regression today? Here's, but here's also, here's also, is also the offensive line was the biggest part of it today for me. Here's another thing, Bull. Jeff's still talking, by the way. Yeah, I know it's crazy. <laughs> we can, <laughs> this man, he gonna get mad. He think we over talking him, but we really giving he's, him. He's job. definitely, he's definitely yelling at us for cutting him right. off. Yeah, like, like hold up, like. <laughs> what do you think he's counting? One hey, potato, he, two potato, three. He doing his, he getting his money off too. He like his levels to it. He like, yeah, dog. I got, he got to draw paper, everything, bro. Like, dang, Jeff, we ain't playing. <laughs> but speaking of levels, and Bo, I'll re-ask this question again. Yeah. It goes hand in hand. And Jeff, whatever you said, we have no idea what you said. You were on mute that whole None. time. That rant was you, legendary. Legendary. Said. No idea what you said. Um, there, there are, there are levels to this. And I think Tua showed today that he, is a legitimately good NFL quarterback. Lefty quarterbacks look horrendous, even as a lefty. Yeah, I have awful. a hard time watching him. But, but you know, even what you said there, Mike, like two has played great, but it's been six games. Okay. We can't go like he deserves credit. They deserve credit. That's the problem. We anoint guys quickly and then we kill them quickly and well, write I'm not, them off. I'm not anointing him as a great, like a, a Hall well, of Fame. Yeah, he, he played a damn good game today. No, he, oh, individually in this game, he was fantastic. Yeah, he yes. played phenomenal. That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. For and the, I'm for, saying there, there are levels. Brissette's level of a really good Brissette game versus. Thank you. That's where I was. Of a really that's good, where I was going with it, McNuggets. Yeah. I, there there I, are levels to this. I, I think the the Browns offense is really good, but is but but what we have to understand that in terms of the NFL offense, it's a lot of smoke and mirrors. And I, what I'm saying to you is this: the Browns have no room for error on their offense. The way that they run their plays and the way in the schemes that we run, we have to first get off to a fast start. We got to run the ball. We have to have short to medium passing, getting the ball out of his hands. We got to have the receivers catch everything. We got to have great defense. We can't give up big plays. The reason why we are very efficient is because you got a really good running game and you don't ask your quarterback to do a lot of things. But the problem with that in the league is that leaves you no room for error. You said it. When Nick Chubb fumbled the ball, guess what? Killer. It was it, you're off schedule now. Yeah. Now yeah, now, yeah. now you have to do, now you have to play perfect, and I think that's what that's the only gripe you can have with Stefanski's playbook right. is it is it, it, it causes you it's minimal and you have to play perfect. But here's the thing, G. You know you brought up some teams before the Falcons, the Giants, the Jets. Those teams are all you know. The Falcons I disagree with you on because they, I know they play well against us, but they've been pretty awful. But the Giants and Jets are winning with the same type of offense that the Browns are winning, except their defenses are playing well, and that's the difference. Those teams don't have good quarterbacks, but they're running the ball, and they're playing ball, you know, like, don't screw it up for us. But those teams, unlike the Browns, are, you know, outside of one game, two games maybe, whereas the Browns' defense has played well in only two games, the Giants and Jets are playing good defense almost every week, and that's why they're winning. I don't think it's because their coach is any smarter. I just think their defense is better, 
and their defensive coach is certainly you know smarter or better, and and maybe they have more talent on that side of the ball. I, I think that's ultimately it. And for all the people that are that are putting in the message board here, analytics, I'm sick of analytics. Well, the Miami Dolphins, who everybody's going nuts about, they're all about analytics. Yeah. 100%. Take a look hey, at the Daniel. You. Tell me he don't like it. <laughs> He's a nerd, people too. People blowing up my phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I don't know what happened, Jeff. You had one of the greatest rants <laughs> of all time, bro. You was cooking. We didn't hear none of it. None of it. <laughs> Nothing. I have a wife and two daughters all texting you and calling you at at the same time, the best part is they're all together. Oh, don't they oh, know that's... you're doing this? Oh, uh, I be I know you was hot. He got he got up. He, he got on. He, he I know you, you was know, hot, bro. You, you know <laughs> what are you doing? So Jeff, Jeff, let me. I want to ask you this real quick. We have seen the Jekyll and Hyde version of the Browns on full display the last three games they've played, from a terrible game against New England to a great game against Cincinnati. No, it's not a... the last three because they played Baltimore in between New England and. Yep. In Cincinnati. Sorry, sorry. So it, yeah. it, in the last four games, we've seen the peaks and the valleys of Cleveland. I'm sorry, I got my schedule mixed up. It's all right. Does that fall directly on coaching, or at what point do you hold the players accountable for just not showing up? Where where, where do you personally draw that line? You have players showing up is not the coaches. I'm sorry. And look, you're coming off the bye. It's Miami. This is a road trip that you don't get every year. Everybody looks forward to it. You got to go do your jobs. And you know, look. I mean, we can sit here and second play. They don't. They don't. It's not an excuse. You got to work around it. They didn't really have much defensive tackle play last year. They really have never had defensive tackle, much defensive tackle play at any time I've been covering this team. But they found ways to circumnavigate it. But you get, you got to do your job. You get Denzel back today. And, you know, even for as impressive as Tua was, you know, a lot of those balls were contested. Browns didn't win them, obviously, as we all saw. Um, but you see things there that are good. This defense, it's a redo. It's a complete and utter redo. And the only thing you have going for it is you have Miles Garrett and you have some pieces in the secondary that you think, or at least the cornerback position, that you have a lot of faith in. But otherwise, if you're talking what the Browns need, get into your defensive line play. They need edge players. They need linebackers and probably safeties. That, that, that That's a lot to need in one off. There you go. There you go, John Johnson. <laughs> Put the APB out for Jonathan Johnson for the third week in a row. Hey, this guys. Watch out. You hey, guys. Let, let's rank the rank these four guys in order of who should be fired the most and who should be fired the least. You ready? All right. All right. I'm, I'm starting. I'm starting here. We'll okay. Go I'll go time. G. Bush and then Jeff. All right, here we go. Stefanski. Uh, I'll leave him out of it. Andrew Berry, Stefanski, Joe Woods, Mike Prefer. Give me your rankings, Mike. Woods. Woods. Prefer. Berry, Stefanski. G. Hey, listen, right now, I can't, I couldn't agree anymore, McDonald's. Give me Woods. Give me Prefer. Andrew Berry. Listen, lo and behold, Andrew Barry, you you before Stefanski, because at least he making it work with some of it. Some aspect of it works, but you can't give me a playmaker. Who is who is the who's the main guy that Andrew Barry could put his hat on? Deshaun Watson. And that's what he's doing. He waiting I, on him to save him. I will tell you that Donovan Peoples Jones is looking like a hell of a draft pick. I like Peoples Jones. Yeah. I, he did did he draft pick. him? He did. Yes, yeah. he did. I want to but overall fair. What about you, Jeff? What about you? You got the same order or you got a different order? 
Uh, Joe Woods can go up out of here. Prefer, look, it's a special teams coach. If you have Cade York, I don't care who's coaching your special teams because your return nope. aspect is not enough that I care either way. I really, I mean, you could find some nerdy intern, call him the special teams coach, and, and play percentages that way. And Barry and Stefanski, look, it's tough. And, and I, it's not like they're using Deshaun Watson as an excuse. Oh, he's their guy. And in some way, some shape or form, you knew there were going to be struggles this year when you signed a quarterback after you traded for him for 230 for 11 games. But he's their calling card. Well, now, you know, it, it'll get real ugly real fast if this team doesn't play well with Deshaun Watson. I don't they think they got four games. Change. They got four games next year, Jeff. It's four games in, and so if they don't play, so you'll have. Ten, so you'll, you'll yeah. you figure you give them ten games with Deshaun yep. Watson, and you know you'll see where it's at. Um, but you know there was a sacrifice, obviously, for what the success of the twenty twenty two season could be in making that move for Deshaun Watson. Understanding, you know, and originally they thought it was going to be the equivalent of a third of a season. It ends up being more than half of the season. Um, but yeah, I mean. I, look, if Prefer got fired, I don't think anybody would even notice. Honestly, it would go by very, very quickly. <laughs> Joe Woods, that's the one where it's, hey, like that's the one you, where you're pointing severe fingers. Look, it is that entire side of the ball. We can't get rid of every assistant coach. We can't get rid of every player on defense. But you have severely hampered this team, and the outlook is we thought we could play without Deshaun Watson. Because you keep looking over, and if you just look down and you look at Jacoby Brissett's play and you look at his numbers, and then somebody said they were three and six, and you all offseason long, we thought the Browns would probably come back. The defense would step up a little bit. It's not even close to the defense they were last year. They are, they are closer to the no-name guys like G was talking about at 18 who stunk. That's more the way the level they're playing. They're even worse than the defense was in 2018. I would say – I would say it's the, I would say it's the same order. I think we're all in agreement that it's Woods first, Pre for second, Barry third, and Stefanski fourth. But, we're gonna do a segment this week, Bull. Yeah. And and Jeff, I know you're not on UCSS, but we're gonna do a segment this week. You guys can do it on uh, the Lockdown Browns podcast too. We're gonna go through maybe not the, all 53 players on the roster. But we're gonna go through, through a ton of these guys and try to figure out whether or not they're obviously some of them contractually they'll be back, but whether or not you would take them back, whether or not they're fireable for lack of a better word, whether another team would have any interest in them and figure out how many of these guys based on their play this year alone have been disappointments. McNuggets the number is way bigger than you think. McNuggets, I'm going to tell you what, man, the scary part about it is, and it's just, and this is for me, I'm just trying to, and this is me being calm. I'm not even ranting no more. The scary part about this is you got to go through this roster and you got to say that person ain't good. We thought this person was great. He's all right. This person we thought was above average, he's garbage. You're going to have a lot of people that got name brand recognition, yeah. Bull. Yeah. And you're going to be sitting here saying, I thought he was good. Yeah, I mean, it's, then, fair to, it's fair to say the defense needs an overhaul, not only in coaching, but in talent. Uh, and yes, K.A., I do think uh, Haslam should be fired first. Yeah, I would fire Haslam before. <laughs> yeah, But that, that's not an option. We can't fire the owner. But I would fire the owner because he's made all these bad hires for a decade. And if Stef- again, if Stefanski and Barry are wrong, he's not gotten it right once in a decade. But uh, the defense does need an overhaul, and it's fair to question whether you trust Andrew Barry to get it right on the overhaul. Yeah. That's a fair thing very, to ask. Very fair. Very fair. And with the thing with Barry, when you draft guys, you, you really do need two years 
at least to get a a full evaluation of a draft class. So anyone evaluating this year's class, this guy's a bust. They may not be good now. Next year they may develop into stars or or quality Uh, role players. The two drafts before this. But but to be fair, if we're going to talk about the 2020 class, the guy we're most positive about, it seems right now, was drafted in the sixth round yeah. in Donovan Peoples Jones. Listen, I'm, I'm not, not good. I'm not defending That's Barry. Not good, guys. I am not. This is not yeah. like a Barry deserve. I'm just saying, GMs in particular, when you are counting so many young guys, need a little more time. And Barry has certainly made his misses. He has certainly had his misses uh, early in the draft. Your problem, you got Your problem is this. Your problem is this. We've been in this division and we didn't wait it right. We waited people out. We we waited Joe Flacco out, and he waited for years, and he beat the brakes off of us. Andy Dalton had a very good record. I think we beat the, Andy Dalton maybe four times. Then we waited him out. We waited Ben Roethlisberger out, and you know what he did because of the Browns. You got to understand something. When you miss, it's not the fact that you just miss it. You missed, and they hit. So when 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 when. So the the whole Baker Mayfield thing, that that comes back to haunt you because the Bengals now got Joe Burrow, right? They they went and got Lamar Jackson. So teams that you thought you was gonna catch, now you saying, well, they got Jamar Chase. Now you thinking like, okay, well we drafted two three guys in the in the third round, and you're like, I don't care what they get, they got Jamar Chase. He's five years old. The dude's seventeen. These dudes is now young dudes. Coaches are young. So now. You're looking at a roster that was in the prime that they said they was going to make it. They said they needed you to happen. They have it ready to go. And the problem I always had, and I always go back to it, and you just know they're going to have to deal with it. They gave Odell Beckham Jr. away for nothing, right? I need that energy. They, 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 they had assets. They gave him away for nothing, and he turned into one of the reasons the Rams won a Super Bowl. Now, my problem is this. I find it very difficult for for Stefanski, and I put him last, but I still have not seen him dominate with with some of the talent that he has on his roster, and that just is what it is. Maybe Deshaun Watson helps him out, but to me, this is looking bad, man, because we thought we had a defense. You got holes now. To be fair, one of the things that you just mentioned the Browns don't have, the Browns have dominated. Joe Burrow's done nothing against this franchise. So that's what makes it as murky as it is. There's weeks where you look at this team and you're like, yeah, all right. There's a lot there. And you sit in the back of your head. They got and then there's weeks like today. Okay. So you lost by 22. Deshaun's going to make, he's not going to make up 22 in a game like this. That's not going to happen. No, it's too many. He's not gonna do that. That's the that's the thing. That that's the that's the hard part about being a Browns fan, because when you get to a certain extent, guess what happens? You come right back down, right back down. You know, we thought we had that. We thought we had a window, and you going out, and we got to maximize this window, and you got to do this. And now you sit here today, and it's like, I can't say the the window though. I think. And I I can't believe this is what we're talking about after that game. But the window for the Browns is now the next three years with Deshaun Watson. I mean this this year. I'm not saying it's a throwaway year, but the window you keep talking about that you know they waited out Roethlisberger, they waited out Flacco, they're waiting out Burrow. Other teams are now waiting out Watson with the Browns. And if Cleveland gets the Deshaun Watson oh. in Houston, then they're going to be in that same phase. And that's when I think you have to look at 
the talent they put around him, how they utilize that talent. Jay Boyer sent us a super chat. Says it sucks to watch everyone else's playmakers get the ball over and over again. Why can't we get Cooper the ball? We just suck big time. That's one of G. Bush's <laughs> big points here. But when we, when you evaluate this team, they went all in for Watson. And this year, it sucks to know that you're punting on a season. But when Watson was out 11 years, essentially, games the season just it, it, it never really mattered in the grand scheme. And it sounds terrible to say out loud, but I don't believe that, Mike. I don't think they they looked at it that way. I think that's how we look at it as fans. I don't think coaches and teams look at it that way. Well, they're not they're not looking at it as a punt, but I'm just saying yeah. you you know what you have with Brissett getting into it. You know Right, but you, you, you're, still, you're you're capped. You're, you're our expectations, expectations were average for the team, I think overall without Brissett. But the reality is that Brissett and the offense is overachieved and the defense has let the team down. If the defense had played well, they'd be a, like Nobody thought the as G said before. Nobody thought the Jets would be good this year. Nobody, they weren't. People thought they were punting the season. The Giants, they're punting. They're going to try to get a new quarterback next year. Teams are never punting. I mean, you know, once we get into the season, maybe the Texans are punting. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying they punted from the get go. I just mean the window G Bush is talking about that this team has to win a Super Bowl starts when Watson starts week one. But to his point, no, 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 no. no. Yeah, I know what you're going to say, but go ahead. I, I don't agree with that because here's the thing: Watson comes back. We keep telling you. So he's going to be upgraded from what, what, what Jacoby Brissett is. Yes. But that has nothing to do with your sieve of a defense. Oh, that so that's, is, I, I'm not arguing. The defense has been terrible. And you can't and listen. You, you can't Miles win Garrett a Super Bowl. is a guy that we associate with greatness in this league. And I understand that he's PFF's highest graded player. I understand that he's double and triple teamed on every play. They didn't mention his name once today. And I, I refuse to believe as good as Miles Garrett is. And he is an elite talent, and he affects the games in more ways than just the stats show. But they didn't mention his name once today, and I don't know how the best player on the field and just, doesn't and, one. And just to and here, just to run down why why well, it, they're not they're not a Super Bowl team next year. They're not because you, you, Jadavion Clown is not coming back. You need two new defensive tackles. You got Miles Garrett. You already had a, a, a linebacker, Anthony Walker, right? He he was old. He got hurt again. Now you have Deion Jones. You have Taki Taki. He's a free agent. Taki Taki will probably walk and go somewhere. You know Phillips isn't any both good. You got J-O-K. Both of them free agent. Now you got J-O-K, right? He didn't play well this year. You take a look at uh, uh, Denzel Ward. Denzel Ward got a hundred million dollars. He's his contract is not movable, and he's not he's not playing like a top five corner. You need two new safeties. John Johnson, Harrison, get they got to go. The only guys you got really that you could count on that you say you building around or doing something is JOK, Miles Garrett, Newsom, MJ Emerson, and you got Denzel Ward because you can't give him away. Get uh, yeah. Through. Gee, I think I think I expect Enzo Ward to play better. I mean, I, I thought he made a really great play on Tyreek Hill in that game. Uh, I, I don't think he got killed necessarily in this game. I guess we'll see when we watch it back. But uh, to say they won't make the, the Super Bowl next year, oh, well, I mean, you know, 30 teams are not going to make the playoffs. But n- tell me the person that predicted the Bengals were going to make the playoffs last year. Zero people. Nobody. You know, so you don't know from year to year. But, but here, here's here's what and I do know. If they get rid of all those guys on defense, isn't that addition by subtraction? Well, they didn't do nothing this year, so they got to find it. But it, like, it goes back to the: Do we count? Do we count? Can we say Barry can do it? I don't has, know. Has he, I think it's a fair question to ask. I don't know. Yeah, 
He has not shown he can, G. He has not shown Without first-round picks. If he don't have first-round picks to do it, he got to hit in the, in the late rounds now. Well, some of it's got to be guys bouncing back. And, and there are players in the NFL, especially on defense, that will have a good year one year and a bad year the next, and, you, and you're not, not sure why. Like, Greg Newsom was fantastic last year. This year he's been probably below average. Why? Maybe, maybe he'll be great again next year. Maybe Ward – and maybe they won't. And maybe the defense will suck. But if you have Deshaun Watson and he <laughs> plays to his capability, he can make up for – because as bad as the Browns' record is, and and even though it's mostly because of the defense that they are 3-6, and six, they would have won – they'd have at least five wins right now probably if Watson played because he can overcome more mistakes by the defense than, than Jacoby Brissett can. And so that makes a difference. Yeah, I'm looking at this team right now. Of course, I don't think any of us would would pick uh, the Browns to go to the Super Bowl next year, but I think with Watson, you'll have a chance. Now, if the defense is the worst in the league, no. But they don't need to be great. They just need to be, you know, the Chiefs have an average defense, but they got a great quarterback. You look at even the the, uh, Dolphins, you know, I don't know that they're going to the Super Bowl. I don't think they will, but... They're playing great. Their defense is not. Their defense played well today, but their defense is not very good. It hasn't been good all year, except for today. I agree with everything you said, Jeff. Come back. It's a, it's a flawed product right now. But look, when you pay somebody hundred thirty-eight million dollars guaranteed to play, you you understand. Look, dude, you, you find me a roster that there aren't some issues. And look, the offensive lines today. But that offensive line been stacked out pretty much the entire time this regime has been there. So, so you have Chubb is capable of. You're thrilled with Amari Cooper. Great today was not one of those days. Um, I think a day a day like today is one where you realize maybe importance of David Njoku because guys involved in the passing game and you know eat up with you know simple short routes to Michael Woods. You know it comes down to one thing. It, look. It, it, I, the defense, I've got about four factoring in contract situations. You've got about maybe five, five or six that will, will be on the defensive side of the ball for the Browns in 2023. The others are losing more than 10 people on one side of the ball in an NFL offseason is a lot and without a first round pick. But if you factor in that there is no number three, 32 pick the Browns are the Browns are playing that'll be a pick right low in the third a lot of work to do because you can't just think, think that you know and to G's point yes defenses are very up and down, but you're banking on a whole lot of guys going the other way next year or some guys doing something that they haven't done to. and we got we got and we got a couple of super chats we got to get to real quick um one of them and, and like I said they're going through here so fast. I know I've missed a couple, and I apologize. Someone asked, who's a defensive coordinator candidate if we fire Joe Woods? Anyone have any ideas? Mike Zimmer, maybe? Zimmer? Not He's old Zimmer. at this point. I mean, you know. And, and you know Kevin Stefanski has got that number on speed, though. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what their relationship was like if they didn't have a good relationship, and obviously it wouldn't fit. But, like, this team needs a veteran defensive coordinator who's going to be the, co- the head coach of the defense. That's the way the NFL is now. We can complain about it. We can whine about analytics. We can whine about coaches calling plays. All the young coaches on offense call plays. All of them. It's not going to change. We can complain all we want. It's not changing. So you need a veteran defensive coordinator that's going to be the coach, the head coach of the defense, essentially. That's the way the NFL is now for most teams. 
I, listen, I'm, I'm, I need a defensive coordinator. I need, a, I need an attacking defensive coordinator. The whole This whole zone thing, Ben, but don't break, you, you have no chance with that. You see what it does. It doesn't stop the run very well. It does not stop the pass very well. You're just sitting ducks. And, and, and you know, this is just what it's going to be. And the problem they got is this. The Browns, for a couple years, right or wrong, give it whatever you want to say, they attracted free agents. They attracted people that wanted to come here. They had people that said, hey, I like what they're doing over there. I want to see how that changes this year because here's the thing. You now are going to be more and more financially strapped. You're not going to have top right picks. And one of the things that they will also be evaluated on is who are they developing? You don't get A players all the time. Who are your B players that turn to A players? Who's the C players? Can you get something out of Schwartz? Can you get something and turn something into you, – you get Hudson to be a right tackle when Conklin is about up out of here. It's about time for him to go too. It's about time for him to be up out of here too. But, th- Another, but th- you're, you're graded on evaluations too. Yeah, the um, not just evaluations but the development. Oh, the Bills just lost. Bills lost? Yeah, they got Josh Allen picked off in the end zone. Who they got beat by? Who, 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 Minnesota. Minnesota beat them. Uh, another super chat real quick from uh, Mitchell Wassum. He says, I've seen Dallas fans complain that Amari Cooper would vanish on the road. Seems to be the same here. Should we be worried about that even with Watson back? Jeff, you want to start on that? No, no. It, it, it was a lot more time than people show say why they didn't Look, Amari Cooper's way because, you know, all the talk from anybody in Miami is Xavier Howard is really having a down year. And it was really hurting the Dolphins because they had a lot of injuries at the cornerback position. Um, went to it twice. Didn't really go much to it afterwards. Um, you know, Donovan people shows I guess, 99. So a nice day for him. I'm not too concerned. And the other thing with those Amari Cooper numbers from the Dallas folks, that was related a lot to going to bad weather cities on the road in unfavorable weather situations. That's what all of those talks were based on. Nobody's talking about those numbers when you go to South Beach. Um, I look at it like this, man. Kevin Stefanski is going to have to go to a camp. I don't know if he got to go down to a passing camp, a, a five-star camp, whatever you got to do. Because next year, because here's the rub. We, we know you know how to play action and throw the tight ends. You got, you got, Deshaun Watson now. The playbook can't look the same because you, you're you going to have a problem when if we're getting up and we're still seeing the same old play action, five-yard hitches to these tight ends if you got it with Deshaun Watson. I'm letting you know that right now. <coughs> I let you, Like I let you know this year, which I told you before this year, that we was watching you when you let when you, Baker Mayfield was out of here. He got about four games next year. I'm going to tell you all this right now. He got four games if it don't look like what it's supposed to look like. Yes, from Rob Ventures. Uh, Jeff, he hopes that we get your internet fixed at some point. Boy, you're optimistic for this team. G. Bush, you're on fire. These nuggets, I like your glasses, Browns. Are good enough. That might be our favorite super chat in uh, nine weeks of doing this. We appreciate it, Rob. Last, last, last thing, guys. We got to go. Yep. Last thing. Percentage <laughs> chance. The Browns are now three and six, right? So they got uh, se- uh, eight games left. Do I have that right? Three and six? Yes, yeah, sir, two more, yeah. two more with uh, right. eight games left. Percentage chance they finish over five hundred, which means they'd have to go six and two, right? Six under five hundred. Under five hundred. Percentage Pers- chance of them. Give me a percentage. Ten. Ten percent, Jeff. Five. 
five, Mike. <laughs> Maybe yeah, five. I, you start with Buffalo. You, now you're going to go face all these division opponents, aggravated a little bit. Oof. Yeah, no, man. Oof, six Mike, two. That's a total I, percentage. Yeah, I, I think about about ten. That means you have to go five and one with Watson and two and two with the next two, and you're playing a Bills team that just lost. And they're, they're going to be, be mad. Off and Tampa Bay starting to play a lot better. That looked like a relatively winnable game a few weeks ago. Fifty. But they're going to get it, fifty next week. It, it, it well, it depends on if Allen's healthy. But it comes back to what we said at the beginning. They look pretty healthy here. today, even though they lost. He, well, they didn't lose because they yeah. Handled. But well, it, it, we've pick. seen two different versions of the Browns. We've seen a really, really, really good version of the Browns, and we've seen a pretty damn terrible version of the Browns. And I hope from the internal, we've seen that from every team in the NFL, by the way, except for the Eagles. It, I think and, the highs and, and the lows of this are, are more extreme. But no, you couldn't be wrong. It's not, what, it's not you, you, you keep pulling that. You find me a team that has beaten the defending Super Bowl. Uh, AFC representative. In the the Super Bengals Bowl have lost four 30. games, so I can give you four teams that have beaten them. But they, they got absolutely smoked in any of those games? Six teams beat the Rams. Well, the Rams suck this year. There's no up and down. Well, We've seen I, them every destroy team, a Mike, good team every and then get destroyed by a bad but they, team. In fact, the Browns have not been up and down because as a team, they've only played one great game, and that was against right, the Bengals. Well, this is going to be semantics, but we can go for 30 hours off. You know I'm right. We'll see you tomorrow on the Ultimate Sleep Sports <laughs> Show. Uh, subscribe, become a member. we got lots of good overtime content coming. Jeff and G on the Lockdown Browns podcast. Monday through Friday, eleven to one a.m. Uh, hey, it's my birth. It's my birthday tomorrow. It is hey, your birthday tomorrow, I can't believe I got to work from home. Still, it sucks. Oh, that sucks. I'm, I'm gonna bring a cake in for y'all. So, Who uh, no, do not, do not bring a cake. Jeez, don't bring a cake. Don't bring we, your we, own cake. Yeah, we got I already cake got it. Too. It's too late. No. Oh no. We got we got it's, you a cake too. So double. Well, cake well, 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 you can invite everybody from KYC. Tell them to come down. <laughs> can you I mean, can you save me a piece in the fridge? Yes, I need the yes. executives. I need all if I need all Tegna, all Intercom, all everybody. I need CNN, Fox, everybody come for my birthday, and we're gonna do it up big. Let's do it. Happy, well, happy birthday day before. I got the Browns with a seventy percent chance to go six and two, which is absurd, but I'm going with it. Optimistic bull, love to optimistic see it. bull. I don't, where, I don't know where this came from. I've never been optimistic about the Browns until this year. Hey Jeff, I'm about to until do the night quill. We'll have to until check back. Been terrible. Yeah. All right. We'll see y'all tomorrow on the see guys. Sports Show. Have a good one, guys. A Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names.